big time record producer. The difference is what's your foundation. How difficult it has been to lose Prince. Output, output, output. All right, here we are again at Musikmesse. I'm at the AMS Neve booth with James from yeah. AMS Neve. Thanks for coming to see us. We started chatting in front of this beautiful console, classic Neve console. We were talking marketing, yeah. pro audio and things yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. For us, it's quite difficult because it's a, an old company, traditional company. Very slowly, so this is where you know, this is where we just learned a lot already talking to you yeah. about how this stuff works. But this is why, we, again, really appreciate you coming over to, to see us because obviously, um, this whole fast moving part of it, you know, our, our, we make products for our production run is a long, long time, so uh, yeah, we're not. Uh, we're lucky to have a good reputation that people come to us, but uh, just understanding what's happening. Uh, because we move very slowly, we're very influenced by well, like people like yourself doing this kind of thing to see what yeah. you guys are up to. Yeah, I'm learning from you today. I mean, I, I'm thinking the company Neve has such a big heritage that you think mixing, audio, highest quality, and your mind goes Neve automatically. I would just show some real stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what exactly are you doing inside the company? I suppose the job title is kind of product specialist. Yeah. Which means, uh, because it's quite a small company, everybody does a bit of everything. It's so you're also so hands-on when a yeah, new yeah. console... So commissioning or... consoles, yeah. training, installation, some documentation, yeah. and there's technical sales. And kind I of mean, stuff. there you go. I think the, the pro audio users, they would love to see stuff behind the scenes so yeah. I mean nobody gets the head around the fact that when I'm doing a, a mix on my console um, and I press the live button and of course it's all wired up the console is directly feeding it and I have a little level here so I can do some comment and nobody gets the head around that doing this live from my studio 20 years ago you would have had trucks outside yeah, 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 the whole team yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and huge cameras and it's free it's, and then people still complain about they don't have enough organic reach on Facebook. What do you want? But then so again, this is a, a result of investing decades into your craft, you know, and, and training. And it's not as simple as just taking the microphone and streaming. This is because decades of experience, you know. And, and this is what that's what that's what you're giving for free. Is that you know? I mean, anybody can grab a microphone and stand in front of this, but yeah. it's as a result of the experience and the time. And, and, and this is what is funny uh, in this in this new world. We, we have a lot of people um, that grow up mixing in the box, you know, and they yeah. realise they hear some equipment and they realise there's a whole other world out there. And you have this discussion about analog signal flow, and people are learning it for the first time, you know, yeah. at the time of purchase. And again, you then realise the value of experience, you know, and, and so this is why it's so, what you're doing so rewarding, because you're letting people, not shortcut, but you're giving them a path to do that, whereas, that, you know, these, well, I mean, you know, you have a large format console, that's, day one in front of that thing is, is, is not easy, you know, and, um, no. I'm also working in a hybrid setup. Yeah, yeah, every every yeah. channel is patched in as an insert in my right. DAW, yeah, 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 yeah. and that's because I can press the record button and dump the whole yeah. thing in the real time, yeah, yeah, move, yeah, yeah. move it into the DAW. 
then take the session home and watch Netflix and finish the session. Obviously, I now have a huge network. People read my book, trust me. So many people I have who say, I want to buy a Neve or a SSL or a bus compressor or whatever, just so I get that pro sound. I think, especially for a company like yours, not only the cloning people, but also the plugin people, they're doing you a huge favor. Yeah. The, the original gets promoted all of the time, and I believe that, um, that people, a lot of people are then really are drawn towards the original yeah. brand. So you got brand equity. And we know there's, there's two or three classic brands, and it's a question of taste, you know. It's a question of what you learned on and what your taste is. Yeah. So all we, you know, all we want to do is enable people to, to, to hear that. In fact, it's a, good, it's a good point, because the reason we're, one of the reasons we bring the consoles to the show, yeah. I mean, as we know, um, in the, back in the real world, most people will get one or two good pieces, because studios now tend to be smaller, and more and portable, whatever. But um, there's, as you said, there's companies cloning the Neve. We yeah. walk around to show, you'll see plenty of them. But the reason we bring the console is because, unlike the cloners, we can still make a large format console. And this is the point to say it's easy to copy one element, but to make a console with no uh, noise, harm, crosstalk, distortion, there's still some skill in that. And so hopefully that's what gives people the confidence in a manufacturer. Yeah. Uh, so so it's, it proves a point, you know. And yeah. so, so Again, this is great for us, a great exposure for that, because, again, there's a whole generation of people who didn't grow up in large, you know, you had the luxury in some respects of large studios, big consoles, you know, that unfortunately for today, people don't get this experience. Which was analog is still the starting point. I mean, you still need to know how to gain stage, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's amazing if, how many people don't, but yeah. when they get it, you know, suddenly, the magic happens. The mix you know. opens up. Yeah, yeah. And this is a secret, you know. Yeah. And it's not a secret, but you have to learn it. And, yeah. and there's time and effort in this. And this is why it's a craft and it's a skill. Yeah. And this is why it takes time to acquire these skills. And every now and again, someone will, uh, you know, sit down and just expect to push like this and then the work is done. And yeah. you realize, you know, you, wouldn't buy, you buy an expensive guitar and go like that and you don't hear <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. And, and why should it be any different? It's a craft. Absolutely. You know, and as even representing a manufacturer, the, the ratio between engineer skill and the equipment is this, you know, it's a, a great engineer can use anything, you know, and it's, uh, it's you're, you're paying a great engineer for taste, judgment, start, you know, and then equipment is a, is a, a small part of this, yeah. you know, which is a, it's difficult, it's strange to say as a manufacturer, but we know this is the, this is, this is the real story. At the same time, whenever one of my videos, the first three seconds starts with some gear porn, yeah, of course, yeah, it performs better. We're all, we're all, so we're maybe all we can, I can bring my camera guy a bit closer, so we, do, give, yeah. so we give people what they want. Absolutely, yeah. A Neve close up. We're now traveling backwards in time. This is a, a touching. So this is a BCM10 Mark II. So uh, the original BCM10 was released in 1969. I mean, it's just a crazy amount of time. And uh, we got, a couple of years ago, made the decision to revisit this. But, of course, there's a lot of responsibility. Um, yeah. Because people are very traditional and there is, you can't change these things. But we wanted to make a few updates. So there's some stuff that's just obvious. The original BCM10 had a mono Q mix. So we, 
we made it in stereo, added an extra amplifier, made it in stereo. Yeah. And then that means actually you have a second mix bus. Yeah. So suddenly this is useful. Yeah. But yet we're not compromising sound there. There's no, no, you know, no sound change, but now you have a second stereo mix bus. So why wouldn't you, you know, why wouldn't you do this? And again, some metering on the on the fader strips. Yeah. Just because the original one, you have to solo and look in here, and yeah, yeah. nobody wants to do that now. Yeah. And then just improved monitor section. So uh, you know, a bit more, more externals, more switching, uh, some 500 series slots. Ah, uh, here you go, 500 series. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and there's the two compressor. There's and then another, again, making these, these 500 uh, series too. Yeah, exactly. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then we're making these original Neve mix amplifiers. We haven't made these for decades. Yeah. It took longer to, to come up with this than the uh, the other console because yeah. we're working from original specifications. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that hasn't been manufactured That's for a long time. That's what the user would expect. Yeah, yeah. When he buys the original console MK2, updated for today's environment. That's it. And it's a lot of commercial will, studios. It kind of keeps its value if you compare it to. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, That's yeah. the whole thing. And again. Commercial studios that made, we've sold them to ones that were looking for the original, and then realised with this it can be supported. You know the channels all sound the same. Yeah. You know after 40 years of aging, you know you have yeah. dark channels, bright channels, and this they sound the same, consistent. And if there's a problem, we can send them a replacement. You know yeah. you don't need to be best friends with your technician. You know and constantly be you know having uh, empty sections or whatever. So it's. People said you're not going to sell any of these because it's expensive, yeah. it's hand built, it's a, it's a limited appeal. Yeah. But uh, people are buying it. So obviously, for the kind of person who wants this, there's nothing else. You know. So I'm, I'm very confident mm -hmm. you guys still have all the original modules around, yeah. resistors, capacitors mm -hmm. that you get now are higher spec. Exactly. Did you look yep. into that? How this like well, the, changes the, the concept? I, I would. Give me your take on this. It, well, it's, it's all positive, really, because yeah. the original modules, the tolerances of the components were, you know, 20%. Yeah. So you had this variation. So so you could literally have good modules, uh, you know, bright and dark modules, yeah. etc. Yeah. Whereas now the, the tolerances are much closer. So actually, it's it, you know, you don't want crazy variations across your console. You want it to be consistency. So in a lot of ways, it works better now because we can offer the consistency. So it's a good question because these. Are the, you know, not everything about the vintage equipment is is good. You know, that's, that's true. Yes. And people make make base their decisions. A lot of people will get to hear a module, you know, and they'll think this is this is how it sounds. But 40 years of aging plus the tolerances, who knows? Who's to say the classic? Uh, it's uh, it's always a good idea to have a workshop in the house when you have a large console. Yeah, yeah. So that's that was it. my first move when I got the console. Yeah, yeah put the workshop together, my assistant works with electronics mm. and he can fix stuff and recap and whatever's needed. Because it's a commitment, you know, and, and it is, it's yeah. like a, a, a sports car or something like yeah. that, you know, and uh, it, you can spot the people who don't maintain their consoles, you know, the studios, when, when the studio business was changing and they, they stopped maintenance and mm. you get half the console with, with problems and, mm. I mean, as you, you know yourself, you have to keep up to date with this, yeah, you have to, because it's a responsibility. To absolutely. Yeah. So we have the same, yeah, same issues. But uh, it's just, it was great to prove the point. We still do. I mean, there's a, a nearly 150 transformers inside this thing. Mm -hmm. It's just, why would someone buy this? But they do. Uh, the first one, the first 16 like this, went to Abbey Road, and uh, they, uh, it, it's use every day. So yeah. it has to mean something. That, that people still, I mean, it's, it's, it's optimistic, don't you? People still want this. 
this, this thing. You know, you, it would be a very sad world if we couldn't still make a product, product like this. <laughs> Which is, this is nice most people's well. experience of uh, introduction to Neve. Is, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure you're, you're selling a lot of this 500 series stuff right. at the moment. This yeah, is yeah. the entry for everybody. Well, this is it. Someone who wants to, as we were talking, you know, people uh, starting a studio, they don't have an unlimited budget, and you've yeah. got to start somewhere. But if you like the sound of the Neve preamps, this is your way in. You know? yeah. and, and so from as simple as buying one lunchbox module to scaling up to a large console, yeah. at least you can, you can do this. And, you know, the importance of uh, tracking and getting a good sound, especially as a mix engineer, you know, if you've got, uh, obviously you've spent so much time shaping and carving tracks, but there's no more, nothing more inspirational than pushing the faders and hearing a great project boom straight away. So the importance of getting it right at the tracking stage is, is, is yeah. vital. So again, you know, our products, we don't, we move slowly compared to uh, some of the high-tech manufacturers in this area because it's analog audio. If it works, you know, why spoil yeah. a good recipe? So we have uh, mic preamps, a couple of different flavors, EQ compressors, and then just different variations for different people. A, a rack mount unit with a couple of channels, uh, remote-controlled preamps. People like to put these on the actually on the recording stage, you know, and remote control them just for cable lengths and things like this. So. Uh, and repeatability, so people will buy a few of these units and have them close to the source to keep a short mic run. And again, great. And then the uh, compressor is quite a famous model, uh, the Diabridge compressor, and then the summing mixer. Because again, you know, the, just for those people that are uh, working in the box and feel there's something missing. And Output transformers. Exactly. Configuration. Fader box. And people find that they're um, uh, panning as well. There's something different panning in the analog yeah. world. Yeah. And uh, uh, this one has the, the, the stereo width thing, the MS yeah. uh, width thing. And a lot of people like that. Just, uh, you know, I mean, so many mastering uh, plugins now that people are doing that at such an early stage. But this, uh, that analog, uh, you know, phase, playing with the phase to get this width, it's still a great effect, you yeah. know, although there's a lot of responsibility with that. Of you know, course. It's very easy to... On the stereo bus, there is responsibility, yes. <laughs> and then, uh, finally, we come over to, to, to this, which is the exact opposite to that console. This is our attempt at uh, uh, a fast modern workflow, but with an analog part. So this is the Genesis Black. Yeah. And it's an entirely analog console, but with a lot of digital control. It's better. <laughs> and so, I mean, I'll give you a very quick overview, if you like. I mean, it's yes. pretty, I'm, I'm yes. sure you're sitting in front of this and you can see what's going on. But yep. uh, the idea is that it's uh, like a, a production center or something yep. like that. So these, this size here is very popular as a production studio because as you know, with Neve, they're, they're, they're the traditional consoles without any screen, without any um, recognition that people are going to be now. People edit to the end, you know. So the, the line between uh, editing, pre-mixing, and final mix—that's yeah. the line's blurred now. Absolutely. You know, is, yeah. And there's a lot of more collaboration. Yeah. And so we would sell a console, and then people would be putting uh, keyboards on top, screens. And so it took us a while to realise this, and then that we need to work. Um, we need to acknowledge this. So now the, the idea is it's kind of a production station. So we have 
a DAW control section, a touch screen, and some DAW metering. And this console is obviously completely scalable. Right, exactly. You could get a, up to uh, 64 channels. 64. And it's inline console, yeah. so you, you lots of inputs are mixed down. And then, so it's, it, it is, as you see, as you look around it, we have uh, channel strips. This is like an analog uh, section, yeah. controller, and then uh, output buses effects returns, and a monitor section. So it, it, it kind of explains itself, but then people use it in three phases. So they'll use it to track, because it's got the 1073 style preamps, yep. so it's nice to have those in, yep. in the console. Then pre-mix and edit, they just press a button, make it a controller. You know? yep. Because as we know now, so much of that happens in parks. This is just the real world, you know. But then for final mix, and they'll go back and some do some processing on the console, and then that's when uh, you know uh, some bussing, and they still you, you still get that in, uh, that effect to the, the summing at that stage, but yeah. it's recallable. So you'll notice on the channel strip there's no EQ or dynamics or bus mm -hmm. uh, controls, and that's mm -hmm. all done on screen. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there are buttons to do it from the console. So yeah. when you, as you know, you get the muscle memory when you're used to this thing, you play that's like an instrument. Yeah, it's you know. blind, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, but but for introduction, it's on screen, and you can drag and drop things with the mouse, mm -hmm. and it's a, a modern interface. So it, it seems to work out well that because you have to change products, uh, projects so quickly. And there's an automation built in. This on the this two the Genesis Black is DAW based automation. Oh, you the, just hook it up and then you can do it exactly from yeah, fader to yeah. DAW, or you can do your automa analog automation even. That's right. There's, yeah. there's anti-faders, it's called. Okay. And then the traditional Genesis has its in, internal encore automation system, yeah. which is kind of the descendant of flight faders. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. for the people who maybe would use a multi-track tape machine or, or just like that feel of the yeah. console automation, yeah. they'd go that way. And then the people who use coming upgrading from in the box to a console scenario mm -hmm. will use this one. And then the, 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 the great irony is that people spend a lot of money on a console or a control surface and there's still a keyboard and mouse attached yeah, to it because yeah. when these keystrokes are in your memory, they're burned into your mind for eternity, you know, mm -hmm. and so you'd, people will spend a lot of money on a control surface and there'd still be a keyboard on top of it. So this is a, the political decisions to put a, a keyboard shelf took, took a lot of arguments. Yeah. But hopefully people find the ergonomics are good, you know, and there's it, the things, the silly things like the power supply is internal, and you don't need a machine room and yeah. heavy aircon and all this stuff. So it's our take on a, a gives, modern It gives you a lot of the feel of a much larger console yeah, yeah, yeah. On, a, on a small footprint. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Good. So that's our overview. Some history from James, oh, who yeah. works at Neve. Yeah, okay, well, again, a familiar story to a lot of people. I started off as a musician, very average musician, and then uh, we went to a, um, a, a very bad record deal, but we went to a studio one day, and it was a, it was a, well, it was a SSL, funny enough, it was a big SSL, big SSL 4K G+, and I looked along this thing, and wow, you know, and you, you have these moments, you know, and that was one of the moments. So. And this is what I want to do. <laughs> And then uh, worked at a studio for 10 years, yeah. and then started at a local studio, better and better, and we finally got to one with the Neve. And, um, you liked that, that even better. Well, I did, <laughs> but I also learned a harsh lesson, which we were talking about earlier, that the equipment is only so part of it. So finally I had access to great microphones, a great console, mm. but still, the skill is in the engineer. And um, so that was a hard lesson to learn, you know, <laughs> that there was, there was some skill, there was some craft to all this. And then when that studio closed, as so often in this industry, it was the right time and the right place. 
I called the factory because we had a relationship yeah. with them, and they offered me a very interesting uh, job, and this is Excellent. why I'm talking to you right now. Wonderful. Yeah. Ten years. I'm still the new boy. Ten years. Still the new guy. <laughs> Everyone else is 30 years. But uh, it's good. It's a, it's a great Okay, I'm loving it. Thanks, James. Yeah, thanks for coming Here to see us. on the AMS Neve booth at Musikmesse Hall 4.1. Well, um, it's a couple hours left. Yeah, last, last chance to come around. Um, and we'll be back in a minute. Time record the difference is what's your foundation. How difficult it has been to lose prints. This is the basic A section. Output, output, output.